Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Frank Ops Show. Horrible name. Hate it. I absolutely hate it, but I can't think of anything better. I'm FGOGR. So we've got another game review. I'm reaching back on this one. This isn't part of the spree of games that I've been beating lately, but it's a game that I I should review, given the fact that I played it last year and uh, I I have mixed feelings about it. And I think everybody else does too. Sonic Forces. Surprising that I have I haven't reviewed a Sonic game in this series of, of game reviews that I'm doing on my on my podcast platform. That's that's really surprising given the fact that the Horg Hag and I have been attached to the hip since nineteen ninety one. My favorite game of all time is Sonic the Hedgehog three and Knuckles. And to this day, I love the Hedgehog. I, I love him a ton. I, I was happy that we got a Hollywood movie out of, out of the character finally, and I enjoyed the movie. In fact, the movie is the impetus for me to buy Sonic Forces because, because of the virus being hit at that time. I, well, my girlfriend, she was the one that. <laughs> Got the game, or not? Got got the movie through certain methods that you can watch the movie. You know, so that's that's how I saw that movie. And after thoroughly enjoying the movie, there was a, a bit of guilt on my part for for not watching it legitimately in a theater or waiting for it to be re-released on. Uh, on Blu-ray, or actually, I don't even have a Blu-ray player or digital, whatever, as a download or rental stream. Anyways, I was like, ah, you know what? As a thank you for for the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise in general and for the movie, I'll I'll purchase Sonic Forces, which was it released. I forgot when did Sonic Forces release. Uh, let me. Let me find it. Let me find that game. Just give me a second. I I got to search this now. So Sonic Forces was released. It was in 2019, 2017. Wow. Man, I, I am way off on that. And wow, it released in 2017. That's right. Because it was the dual announcement of that game and Sonic Mania. That's what that that was the big deal in, in 2017. The Sonic's 25th anniversary. That's well, actually it was a late 25th anniversary at that point, but those games are being developed. Ah, that's right. So, so Sonic Forces released in 2017. I didn't play it until 2020, and. I gotta say, I'm glad I waited because that game released not at $60 like every other game released in the last generation. Now it's gonna bump up, bump up to $70 on the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5, and I would assume PC games going forward. 
and maybe Switch if, if Nintendo releases a, a beefed up version that might have beefed up games. Who knows? But yeah, that's it, it released at $40 instead in Sonic Forces. Which at the time was like, oh wow, a new Sonic game released at lower than than what Sonic Boom released at and what Sonic and Lost Sonic Lost World released at. So they're right there and then we're like, okay, there are some qualms here about this game. Why is it releasing at forty dollars if that's the case? And Sega is releasing a game that might be hindered in some sort of way. And lo and behold, it was. Sonic Force is a very short game. That's one of the knocks against it, is that it's a very short game. You can beat the game in... I believe it's four hours. Four hours around that time. Four four hours. On howlongtobeat.com, that is the average that people are getting at. It's four hours and... I believe completionists have gotten it to 24 and a half hours to get all of the missions done in that game. So that's if you want to complete the game. And then, uh, how, I don't, let me see. I don't know if their speedrunners have. Uh, an hour and 45 for speedrunners have been getting at. And that's only two of them being pulled. So maybe on YouTube you can find some, somebody who's done it faster that hasn't reported it yet. But regardless, it's very short. It's a very short game. And maybe that's an old school throwback because the Genesis Sonic games were very short. In fact, Sonic games were kind of built to be sped run, speed run. I'm not even sure what's the proper proper use of, of that. Speed ran? I'm not even sure. But regardless... That's how Sonic was built initially as a, as a speedrunning type of game. And that allowed you some creative freedom as to how you traverse levels. Some, not a ton, but, but some, given the limitations of the 16-bit era. Sonic Forces doesn't... That is a step back, really. I guess in the boost era of Sonic 3D games, which started with Sonic Unleashed and has moved on to Sonic Forces, which is the last game so far, and that is Sonic Unleashed, Sonic Colors, Sonic Generations, and then this one. Sonic Lost World was built differently, and Sonic Boom is a spinoff that's on a separate timeline. And then you have, like, the 2D boost games, the Sonic Rush. And there's different different Sonic play styles out there. But, yeah, Sonic Forces. Uh, I'm just trying to find a way to, to organize how I want to do this review. I'm not going to knock the game for how short it is. Because there are a lot of games out there that are short, but do what they do very well. Which 
which compels you to play the game all over again in order to get better at beating the game and, and get that spirit of the speed run. I believe Sonic Forces is built to be that way. Given the the history of Sonic 3D Sonic game development, the difficulty in the past for Sonic games prior to Sonic Unleashed was that you had to build a lot of track. Let's just say track. Because you kind of have to think of a Sonic game as a platforming racing game in a way. Build a lot of track to create a long game. And that is why Sonic games in the past had a lot of a lot of other gameplay types in order to pad the game. Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic 06, Sonic Heroes as well in a way tried to do different things. And you had to play the game four different times with with four somewhat different groups of characters. Somewhat different, but for the most part, their core was the same. So the difficulty was creating a lot of track for a lot of a lot of a lot of level and rendering that, you know, textures and graphics and programming and and lighting. And the biggest thing was the lighting. The biggest thing was the lighting when they created the hedgehog engine for Sonic Unleashed. And that allowed the developers to save time on the lighting because it basically in a way did the lighting automatically. They took cues from racing games and allowed them to build levels, a lot longer levels. But even then, Sonic Unleashed had the other half of the game, which was the the Werehog stages, which was used to pad out the game. But then they changed that in in Sonic Colors by allowing... Sonic does to have the 3D gameplay. They added a lot of 2D segments in order to pad out the game, but it controlled well and it fit. And that was the important thing. It fit. And they had 2D stuff in Sonic Unleashed as well. And the Wii PS2 versions were different than the 360 PS3 versions. But for the most part, Sonic Unleashed had those... had... uh, had... uh, the 2D portion with the 3D boost formula, which they took from Sonic Rush. So Sonic Colors was good. Sonic Generations brought it over the top and finally connected the Genesis era Sonics, Sonic games, 2D Sonic games, or 2D platforming Sonic games to the, the 3D era by mixing the timelines, by having both styles of gameplay, the Boost 3D era and the Genesis era, for the most part, style. And that's that was the winning formula in the end. That was the winning formula. And they did different things with Sonic Lost World, a little Super Mario Galaxy influence, and... People didn't take kindly to that. Then Sonic Boom happened and people really didn't take kindly to that. Now, now you had Sonic Forces. They built a new Hedgehog engine, a second one, 
Supposedly it was going to make things better. I can't say that it did because I can't say that it, I can't tell the difference between the two. I don't know how much time they've saved and we haven't seen as of yet, as of the, the making of this review, we haven't seen another game that follows and uses this engine to show what the improvements are. Maybe the, the levels are more detailed. Maybe, but that just might be a product of the more powerful hardware. Sonic Forces at its lowest was is the, the Switch version, which runs at 30 frames per second. But the Switch is more powerful than than the PS3 and the 360, which is when Generations was was released, and more powerful than the Wii U, which Lost Worlds was released. So maybe the level of detail is is higher, the graphical bump. And at most, it's on the PC and the PS4 and the Xbox One. And just by virtue of those being more powerful hardware, they can run at 60 frames per second in 1080p, I think. I'm not even entirely sure about that. But in high definition with more graphical oomph, but it's a Sonic game, so it's not that big of a deal. And in a lot of the levels, the art direction, the art style in this game is worse than Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations art style, which is why art style can trump graphical prowess any day of the week, any day of the week for a lot of video games. There are video games that were released in the 360 era or the PS3 era or maybe early PS4 and Xbox One. Some Maybe those realistic looking games, maybe they don't look bad when you have like the Wind Waker. When you put that in HD like you did on the Wii U and you see, wow, art style really does trump just pure graphical power. And in this one, the art style is just not good. There's a lot of bland levels. And I guess we're going to go into the graphics here. There's a lot of bland levels that look, there's, there's, I mean, the beginning of the game, you have a sand hill, sand hill zone or green hill zone. And that looks so bland. And maybe that's why they put sand all over it, just to cover the fact that it's so bland. It looks so bland compared to the Green Hill Zone that we saw in Sonic Generations. It's laughable that Sonic Team and Sega released a game that used the same levels in a way. Or leaves the same, or was placed in the same area as the pre, as, as a game in the pra, in the past generation that looked worse. So, I, you know how you know the saying, two steps forward, one step back." I can't even say that they even took any steps forward with Sonic Forces. It feels like they just 
they took maybe not a full step back, but at least a half step back. A half step back. That's what Sonic Forces is. And this is just the graphics I'm talking about. I haven't gotten to the rest of the game. I haven't gotten to the, the sound, the music, nor did I get to the the gameplay. But from a presentation graphical standpoint, they took a half step back. It's not a bad looking game. And I didn't really experience any glitches with regards to anything like that. Nor did I see any blurry textures that I can think of. And I played the Switch version, by the way. I didn't play the... Well, I didn't have my gaming PC at the time, so I could only play the Switch version. But I didn't notice anything like that that was... that was hindering the experience, but it just... When you, when you compare it to Sonic Generations, which I had on the PC, I can't compare. I can't compare it. That Generations is still the best-looking Sonic game that's ever been made. Anyways, that's the graphical stuff. Let's, let's move on to the, the music. The sound. <laughs> now most, and what can only be said is the silver lining for a lot of the, the dark era of Sonic games. And I, I believe we've gotten through that era. So at the very least, Sonic Forces didn't take us back to the dark era with like Shadow the Hedgehog and Sonic 06 and, and like Black Knight and Secret Rings, the, the mediocre, it's a bad era. A lot of the silver lining was that Sega, Sonic Team, put out some really good music for some bad games. Sonic Forces, there are some good tracks. Fist Bump, which is the main theme of the game, is corny but catchy to me but man it, it just I, I aside from maybe the main menu theme as well I can't think of a of any really good tracks in the game when you even the Green Hill Zone theme which doesn't sound like any of the Green Hill Zone themes it's usually uh, and I, I would say this, any video game that goes back to an old area usually use the same music or remix version of that song. And Sonic games have done it in the past because <laughs> y'all know they've used Green Hill Zone a ton in the history of Sonic. And usually they pair it with the Green Hill Zone theme from the Genesis era or a, a new version of that song, whether it's in Sonic Mania or Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games or, or Sonic Generations, Sonic Advance 3, whenever you go back, you, yeah, you use a new version of that, but they didn't with this one. They, like an ear-splitting, 
horrendous original song for for the played with Green Hill Zone that it it, it baffles me how how they messed up on that too. And mind you, mind you, when people played this game, it was after they had played Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania, which did pretty much everything right for a revival of the 2D Genesis era Sonic games with presentation, graphics, and music. Sega, especially, especially the music for Sonic Mania. Sega supremely dropped the ball. Supremely dropped the ball. Just, just bad. Just not good. Nothing memorable. Nothing really memorable. Oh boy. Now, now gameplay. Once again, uh, we have to split the gameplay into two parts because they're actually three parts. Because the hook for this game, more than anything else, was the create a character mode where you could create your own Sonic original character, your own Sonic OC. That was the big hook for this game. And that was, I think, was the thing they spent most of their time on. Because, once again, I can't say that this new version of the Sonic engine, the Hedgehog engine, really did anything significant. at least, Or at least this game wasn't built to really showcase that. The thing they spent the most time on, I believe, was the creator character mode. And the creator character mode is fun. It's okay. It's fine. I. Uh, you can dress your person up in myriad of ways, and and it's it's not as deep as any RPGs you you have out there, but it is suffice and does a good job. And, and I'm sure in the future, if they want to do this in the future. They need to add some more customizable options with regards to like eye width and size and mouth size and nose size and height. I don't know. All types of stuff like that. So I, you know, I can't give a, a bad impression of that. And I guess we'll start with the creator character because the creator character factors into the storyline. The, the gameplay of Sonic Forces is split up between the Boost 3D Sonic, the 2D classic Genesis Sonic, and the creator character, which is pretty much... Think of E1, E102 Gamma from Sonic Adventure, but put him in... But give him not the speed of Boost Sonic, but close to it just think that mixed together so it's more shooty shooty some platforming and some running base stuff and and that's 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 the creator character and it's not bad it's not bad at all it controls fine and boost sonics this at the same thing controls fine once again, I can't say that they did anything that pushed it forward compared to Sonic Generations or Colors. But I... Like, 
the, the, the big issue for me with both of their level structures is, remember the whole thing about, I said about how short the game is and how I believe their, their goal in some way was to be akin to the, the Genesis Aerosonic where the idea is to speed run and try and get better and things like that. It didn't work here. It didn't work here at all. If anything, it, the game feels empty because the way they, the level design in this game is worse than it was in Generations. I could, I could take a, a short level, and these levels are really short. I think the longest one maybe takes about two minutes, two minutes long. But yeah, you're, you're beating these levels in a minute and a half, two minutes, maybe a three-minute one somewhere here and there. Or you're beating these levels very quickly. They're very short missions. The, as far, Blue Sonic is fast, super fast. But maybe that's his detriment or just the fact that, once again, Sega, the Sonic team becomes unfocused. Instead of focusing on on just boost 3D Sonic and like if, if okay take out classic Sonic just do it like you did Sonic Colors and just have longer levels you don't waste time on the creator character and things like that this game might have been longer and the levels might have been longer and they might have had more time to think of better levels but a lot of the game is just basically hold the boost button take out a ton of enemies or will literally give you no challenge whatsoever. And once again, they've gone back to the generic en- enemies of, of prior Sonic games, like in Heroes and things, just the, the egg bots. They're, they're no longer unique enemies like, like we saw in Lost World. Lost World, was that was one of the good things about it. You had unique enemy designs. It's a lot of classic enemies came, coming back. Or, or Generations, which had the mix of everything. Had the mix of everything. You, you lost all of that, which once again, art style, art direction of this game is, is, is subpar. All of that is gone. And the, char- the, the, the level design is, yeah, you just hold the boost button. You, you get the boost meter up. You hold the boost button. When you take out a ton of enemies, it refills that boost meter. So you're basically just, remember how a lot of criticism on the... On the on the on the 2D Sonic games was, or maybe maybe the advanced games or maybe the rush games was, oh just hold down right and that's it. Well, this one is just hold down the boost button and and that's it. <laughs> hold down the boost button and you beat the game. That was, that's basically it. Jump every once in a while. Move left and right every once in a while. Not, just not exciting at, at all. All right, let's, I save the worst for last. Classic Sonic. 2D Genesis style Sonic was shoehorned into this game. And, and this is a very tiny shoe that they shoehorned in. Because 2D Classic Sonic controls so horribly that I can't, I cannot 
tell you which one was worse. Sonic from Sonic 4 or this one. And I might even give it to, to this classic Sonic here. And this is made even worse by the fact that these, this game was released in the same year that Sonic Mania was released. A few months afterwards. So we all knew what classic Sonic was supposed to control like. And going back to Generations, and I played Generations going back once I got my gaming PC, just to play it again and, and try it out again. Going back to that, classic Sonic, although not perfect like in Sonic Mania or the classic Genesis Sonic games, was as close as they could get at the time. Especially given that they had to work the engine to, to fit them in there, but they did. And it worked. Worked surprisingly well. Not 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 the same. It wasn't the same. There's some momentum things, some some physics things that aren't the same, but it's it's pretty darn close. But in generate in, in forces, in Sonic Forces, nope. Just momentum is off, physics are off, everything's off about them. Everything is off about him. And you knew that they shoehorned him in there when they saw how much Mania was garnering. And they were like, oh, let's tie this game to Mania to get people to buy this game. Because you know there are Sonic fans or people who were Sonic fans that maybe they're not into the 3D games or they haven't been into Sonic in a long time. And they saw Mania and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try the Sonic Mania game. Oh, yeah, Forces is, oh, okay, maybe maybe I'll try the 3D games as well. Maybe they've gotten better. But mm -mm, nope, no, 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 that it was a mistake. It was a, a terrible mistake to tie Forces into the story of Mania. Now it's canon. But it was a terrible mistake to do that and create another gameplay element that's just bad. That's just really bad that they could have not bothered with and spent more time on even the two things. Even if they even if it was, they could have made the Sonic and create a character levels better if they didn't waste their time on classic Sonic. So and I can't, there's no memorable levels. There's just none. As short as those games, and that's the, the game is, is, the levels are so short, there's no memorable moments from the game. Gameplay, difficulty-wise, the game is easy. The game is supremely easy. That's why you can beat it so quickly, too. The game is supremely easy. Supremely easy, it's just, the whole thing is a tragedy, really. Had they focused on just solely one thing, maybe a little like Sonic Colors, without 2D Sonic, without the creative character, it might have been a great showcase of what the new engine could do. But instead, we have the worst entry in the... Yeah, and the worst entry in the Boost 3D Sonic games. This is worse than Sonic Unleashed. So, I don't know where Sega goes from here. We have to see what they're going to do in the future. It's 
it's kind of in the air. I'm not even sure what they're going to do for the next Sonic game. And you know that there's one that's going to come up soon enough. We are we are now in the in the next generation of video game consoles with the PlayStation 5 and the Series X. The new graphics cards are out with the ray tracing and whatnot. The Switch is doing well and maybe Nintendo will have a new version of that. That might be slightly more powerful. Who knows? So there is a good chance a Sonic game is going to come. We may say two. We may see, once again, a, a 2D Genesis-style game. A follow-up to Mania. And we will see what they do with the 3D games. Because they got to show something. What, what are we going to do here? They could hit the reset button, which would be not <laughs> wouldn't be unprecedented. Uh, but wouldn't be unprecedented for the Sonic series. But is it what we need? Is it something that they're going to be able to promote well, or is it something that they gave time to develop well? I mean, it's been yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, three three years. Since three years, we're going to have four years since they released Forces. So that's enough time to develop a new game in the series. And you know they have to have something cooking. Because that's all Sonic Team does is just create standalone Sonic main series games. And since then, you've only had Team Sonic Racing. So we have to see something from Sonic the Hedgehog soon enough. I think it'll be big. They have the 35th anniversary, and for some reason, Sonic the Hedgehog makes big deals out of every five years releasing big games. So I think this will be the 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 time for that. The 35th, or the 30th, the 30th anniversary. There we go. 30th anniversary of Sonic. Yeah, 1991. 30th anniversary. I, I mixed up 35th because it's Mario's, or at least Super Mario Brothers. 35th anniversary but yeah sonic forces i've seen it discounted a ton of times they no longer sell it i i think they, they no longer sell it at the full 40 dollars price i bought it at 20 dollars. however if i were you i wouldn't pay even 20 dollars for it. i I'd, I'd wait for a 50 percent discount on 10 dollars ten dollars if you really want to play it 15 bucks but ten dollars is probably the best price anything lower than that you might as well get it because it, there are parts of the game that are enjoyable they have the extra shadow dlc levels which really there's nothing different between shadow and sonic that's it's the same thing so the, the yeah that was the other character that was playable in the game however and then they had Supersonic that you could play as too, which is fine, but it, nothing nothing outstanding from that. It's par for the course for Supersonic to appear in the game. You just kind of overpower everyone. But even then, the game is already easy enough that Supersonic just kind of is ridiculous and and is redundant in a way, redundant in a way. So Sonic Forces, 
man, what would I even give it? I don't know if I... Maybe a 70, a 7 out of 10. You know, it's not bad. It's not good. It's kind of in the middle. And no steps forward, half step back. That's all I can say about the game. That's it for for me. Check out my stuff. My other podcast, Sports Goofs. Sponsored by Epic Games. Type in FJOGR. Whenever you're making a purchase on Epic Game Store or Fortnite or Rocket League, and I'll I'll be helped there. Patreon.com slash sports goose. You can donate there. You can also look at the show descriptions for this podcast. Donate to me there too. And I got a merch store, I've got Twitter, got a bunch of things, so follow me if you want. Bye.